to this day. To this day. To the day. Hey, how's my mic sound, Nick? It sound better, huh? Hey, it sounds really good, actually. I was gonna welcome oh, to the we out here. Let's go, Macarena. Left hand, right hand, flip, flip, cross in the head. Work, work, work. Get jiggy with it. Will Smith got the album. I don't. I got the MP3. Let's go. We out here. I saw you car insurance. Oh yeah. I saw you car insurance. Yeah. Nick, do it with us, Nick. God. God. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the We Out Here MMA Now podcast, but show. I'm here with your boy, Alex Liff, got a cool stop. But maybe podcast. Maybe podcast, probably podcast, always a podcast. Also, ah. Nick the Ear Sanchez coming in strong with that dirty Sanchez. Show it. Show it. Your boy's uh, why, trying to grow why, it out like Why Alex. is their hair only on the tips? <laughs> That's it's why called- uh, if you look at my Instagram, uh, Tiff's my, my mother-in-law made a very funny joke about how I look like a very famous actor Which in the Latin American world. And it's called the has, guapo mustache, baby. Is that what it's called? The guapo mustache. I'm pretty positive. And I'm, gro- I'm growing it out and inadvertently. So that's just my life. Wait, don't does stop, it ever, don't get it so ever, close to it. Does it ever come out in the middle? I don't think so. I think I burned those hairs off. I don't know how, but it's just not there anymore. They yeah. don't, there's no hairs present. I feel like Alex was the most manly out of all of us. And he's like 21. Yeah, it's I wish Gil I was twenty one. Fuck, twenty one. Basically, Gil looks the me? youngest out of all of us. He has the best <clears throat> complexion, and I think I look and the most frail out of all of us. Gilbert looks the youngest, and he's forty. What's up, <laughs> uh, bro? You also need to change your settings on your Zoom. Is just think. See, my skin is actually not like there's a smoothing setting. I didn't know. I know, huh? There no, it's right, automatically on. Where's it? Let's see. It makes Nick worse. The mustache. <laughs> I look like fucking. Uh, wait, how do I find this? How do I find this? Hey, this ready? I'm gonna touch up my appearance. Ready? There you go. Look how smooth my skin is now. Go to stop, hey, <laughs> stop video. You hit the top and I think it's video settings. You can smooth your face out. Yeah. But also, I this is brought touch, to you touch. by Beauty Three Six Five, the app. Smooth out your skin if you have shit. Touch up my appearance. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is this is crazy. Does it look like? I don't think I have mine on. I should put mine on. <laughs> wait, if yours not on, I'm gonna take mine off. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this. Anyway, <laughs> guys, Alex Corona. Huh? Uh, guys, we had a wonderful fight card this past weekend. Not only did we have a wonderful fight card, uh, we had a championship fight. We had a great co-main event. We also had a live stream. And if you're familiar with live streams, we're one of the top live streams in the country. And by country, just our group of friends. We're the only <laughs> ones that have a live stream. Uh, I had fun doing that. Did you guys have fun? I know Alex yeah, was, was very, a lot of fun. Alex was the most, first of all, this is my observation. Alex is so serious when there's fights because, like, I'm the same way. I want to watch the fights, but Alex's face is so, like, it's just like concerned the whole time. Just check out the live <laughs> stream. We, lo- we left it up. He's so concerned. And Nick is the opposite. It's almost like he stops caring about fights and Stop just it. wants to do bits during the whole thing. <laughs> We're just hanging with the boys, dude. Oh. I, I did not. I, I look thinking back <clears throat> on the Davison Figueredo fight, I don't even know who won. I don't even know what the fuck happened. So uh, that was a good maybe fight. How were you not? It was a that? great fight. I was into it, but I was I was also like talking shit the whole time with you guys, and you know, and, the, and that's uh, why I would be do. so like this because I was like, for some reason, I thought if I leaned in, I could hear better. You know what I'm saying? But then you, so. the only time we could hear better is when <laughs> you did Nick for 30 seconds at a time. <laughs> I did have All a right. giant group of people on my house. Yeah, it's six More different households, six different Ooh. households, alternating. Zero masks. Zero masks. We had face all, shields on, though. We had face yeah, shields. Yeah, but they all on. went to the barbershop before, so it was weird. No uh, masks either. Yeah. Um, guys, let's just uh, let's just go on to the fights right now. Let's move on to it. Uh, the main event: uh, David Figueredo versus Brandon. Oh my gosh, his arm, Moreno. Dude, <laughs> Baby assassin. Let's start with Alex since he was most concerned during that fight. Just general thoughts. Did you love it? Did you like it? Were you sad? Were you okay with the result? Give me what you think. And also, what are you eating? So I, I ordered freshly, and today I had the uh, beef broccoli bowl, which was exquisite. Ooh, and, oh, wow. And so I was, it? I thought the fight was real oh. good, honestly. And I was like, I, during the live stream, I said, I was like, I'm happy. I said, I said, I wouldn't be mad if they give it to either or. I said, but I will be happier if it's a draw. And it was a draw, so I'm happy. 
They need a rematch, which I'm sure Dana White already said that that's going to happen 100%. Just he's like, well, let's give them time to rest and heal because they just fought two times in three yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that fight 100% needs to happen. So at least we'll be able to see this fight again. And I'm excited to see what they both change this, to change the different I like where your head is at, outcome. Alex. Uh, Nick, let's go to you really <clears throat> quick. What are your just general thoughts, even though you didn't watch the fight? Also, is coronavirus real? No. Next question. Are we sheeps for believing coronavirus? <laughs> yeah, if you wear a mask, you're a fucking sheep, dude. You're lying. <laughs> Gryffindor. You're lying. Lannister. Uh, yeah. Nick, just general thoughts on the fight. Well, I thought Figueroa was going to go in there and just steamroll Moreno the way he did the past couple fighters Perez, at, at 125, yeah. just because he looks way bigger. And you could tell like the shots he would hit people with. I feel like if it was any other 25er in the division right now, I think they would have went down. But Moreno just showed how tough he was, man. And that was I wasn't expecting him to stick around in that fight, nor did I think he was going to win rounds the way he did. So, man, like big ups to Brandon Moreno. If low-key i kind of think he won the fight i know but you yeah it was a close i kind of think he won the fight but davison but i'm not mad davison wins it if he doesn't get the point docked is that true or false i think so Uh, no it was true for if when you look at the scorecards i guess someone had said if he didn't get that port point uh taken away on one of the judges scorecards who had it a draw the point would have been for him and he would have won the fight but honestly I don't, I don't, if it was like a unanimous decision, I wouldn't have agreed with it. It needed to be like a split for me because it was yeah. super close, bro. It was, mm-hmm. it was a really close fight, but that point really, did help, help. I mean, bring it to a draw. It really comes down to how you score the second round, right? Like the second round, I feel a lot of people were on Figueroa. Some people thought Moreno won the second round. So it really comes down to how you scored that. But, it was definitely the best fight in flyweight history. That was such a good yeah. fight. I don't think I've ever seen a fight that competitive and that back and forth for the whole five rounds. Like those guys did, they barely stopped until the fifth round. But I don't know. It, it was man. such a good fight. Ian McCall, DJ, most competitive fight I've seen all day. Uh, no. Jumping off of that, because that's a lie. Uh, Alex. <laughs> Nick was kind of just talking about it. Now he said that was the most competitive flyweight fight. Do you think? Th- DJ being not in the UFC, not being the champion, do you think that ultimately was better for the division? Like, do you think he was just too, or do you think that like the the talent is now good, like way better that if he came back, he would have competition, or is it just he was just that good? I think I think it's a mixture of both because Dana White had said like because you know they were about to cut the flyweight division after the Henry Cejudo and Demetrius fight, but what he had said is he had a but I think Mick Maynard said that he wanted to take over to the division and do a bunch of stuff. And remember, they cut a bunch of flyweights at one point. Remember, they were like, oh, they're getting rid of it, but they never got rid of it. So they cut a bunch of people and then brought a bunch of people in. And now we're starting to see a lot more exciting fights and competitive fights. I think that's what it was, is that the fights weren't as competitive or they weren't as exciting because the talent, I guess, wasn't as competitive. And then when they would go to Demetrius, he would just smash on everybody, right? Yeah. So it was kind of boring. But now they brought in a bunch of new people that are really good, that are really exciting. A lot of more people are getting finishes. Um, I do think like Figueroa against DJ would have been cool to see, to be straight up. Uh, Or even him against like Brandon Marino probably would have been cool. Uh, But I don't know. I think DJ was really good. And I still still believe in my conspiracy theory about DJ and the Henry Cejudo fight too. What's the conspiracy? He threw it? No, No, not that he threw it. I honestly thought DJ won. I think but, a lot of people did too. But here's the thing: literally, right after that fight, he got traded, and they brought Ben Askren over. So I oh. feel like there might have been some stuff in there that been like, "Look, we're gonna trade him. We're getting Ben Askren. He he can lose the title, and he'll just go straight over to just one a star, star trade, basically." <clears throat> exactly, and I, I'm not saying that's what it was, but it like everything happens. Yeah, you so, are by saying that. Yeah, you are. Everything happens. <laughs> He's so like, "There's a conspiracy theory," but I'm not saying that that's what happened. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what that's happened, but that's what happened, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But when you also you think about the trade between like who got the better deal between one FC and the UFC, I think the UFC got a bigger deal because they 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 made a Ben Askren like yeah they used him inadvertently (laughs) yeah Yeah. made more stars out of him (laughs) exactly. 
Look, if, if Jorge Masvidal doesn't get that knockout again, Ben Askren, and with the buildup, I don't think we're seeing the same Askren that fought the next fight. I just don't yeah. the same popularity. So uh, you're welcome for the rock. Thank you, Ben Askren. Uh, Nick, really quick, one more thing on this fight. Uh, let's say they, the logical thing to do is run it back. So Figgy's probably going to uh, fight Brandon Moreno, just like Alex said. What do we do now? Because originally, Cody Garbrandt was supposed to fight uh, Figgy next at 125. So now he's in limbo. Well, who do you give him? Because you, uh, you don't want to waste a star like that and let him just sit on the shelf. Well, I think Cody still has a good options at 135. And he could probably drop to 125. Give me one good option at <clears throat> literally anyone in the top ten. Good answer. That's what everyone wants to hear. Peter Yan for the yeah. title. <laughs> no, he could literally fight anybody. Aljamain, whatever, you name it. He'll he could fight, and it's gonna be so I feel like he has options at 135, but at 125, he could go down there whenever he wants. And I bet after watching the fight on Saturday, he is really salivating at the idea of fighting Figueroa <laughs> because the way he fought, you know, he Cody likes that kind of style. Well, he, you know, like, I feel like if he were to do that to Cody, Cody has the power to put anybody to sleep. And I feel that uh, as if he leaves those openings like he did against Brennan Moreno and he doesn't respect, you know, his uh, if he fights Cody, if he doesn't respect his power, he's going to get put to sleep, I think. But um, man, it's, he has so many options. Who doesn't want to see Cody fight at 125 or 135 or jump up and down? Because yeah. I feel like everyone's going to start doing that <clears throat> due to Hazza. Gilbert does that. Gilbert does. Oh, I want to see him at 145. He's a purist. I want to see him, 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 him and Ortega. Him and Ortega. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Let's go, him. All right, guys. Let's move on to our co-main event. Looks like Ooh. there was possibly a changing of the guard, a death to a human, a broken arm, a rise of a guy that's been in the UFC for 10 years who's been fighting on Fuel TV. A lot of storylines come out of this. Uh, Charles Oliveira. Fuel TV. <laughs> against. The good old days. Ferguson. Uh, let's start Ferguson, with you. that's how you let's, say it, huh? Okay. Let's start with you, Nick. Uh, Ferguson, <clears throat> Oliveira, thoughts? I just feel like your emotion. Uh, Give me your emotions. Give me your emotions. It's sad to see Tony Ferguson go out the way he did. You know, because you're out? like, it was man, precision. You saw him go out in a loss. Okay, mm. you know what I mean. You saw him get. Manhandled is what he, he got. Means. He got he got jacked up for for three rounds, and you're never you never see that happen to Tony Ferguson, you know, unless he's fighting Justin Gaethje. But uh, it's sad. It's sad to see because you really want to see Tony get to the top. He's he's had what 12, 12 wins in a row at lightweight and hasn't got a title shot. That kind of sucks. Yeah, you know. Um, so it Blake sucks to be, see that he runs away. <laughs> yeah, it sucks to see that. And Charles Oliveira just looks so good in that fight. He looks so composed. He looked like he's really maturing into his like his uh, fighting style, his fight yeah. IQ, his his uh, his Everything, ability huh? to make the right decisions on the fly. So he looked fucking really good, and I didn't think he was going to do that to Tony Ferguson, not the way he did. Mm. And then uh, Alex, um, what do you do with Tony? You're the UFC. Uh, do you look at that and go? All right, we hold him on, let him finish out his contract, give him to some more young guys like an Oliveira, build them up. Or do you still hold him in high regard as like, this is still a top top uh, a top a five guy. He's still in his prime. We could do a big matchup still with like Connor, with a Gaethje rematch even, or Oliveira rematch. Or How do you view him now after the last two performances? <clears throat> Honestly, my thing with Tony is I think he needs – I think he's very ego-driven. So, like, even watching these, like, interviews that he has, he's like – People would be like, "Oh, your coach? He's like, oh, he's not my coach. He's my training partner." Yeah, like, you know, he has some yeah. weird response. Weird, <laughs> and it's just like he's like, "I don't have a coach. Ask me who my coach is." And he's like, "They're like who?" Oh. And then he's like, "Me, right?" I think he needs a coach. I think he we should needs all start doing that. <laughs> I think, but I think he needs a team, bro. Like, he needs a team that's gonna help him game plan and get ready for these fights. Because like so, he's mm. he's his his training and his training works for him. But nowadays, it looks like it's working for him for his conditioning. It doesn't look like it's working for his fighting yeah. and like the game planning. So it's like I know his training is is he's in shape. I know he knows how to fight, but the game plans aren't just there, and he's not executing on anything. I think he needs to be with a team that can help him game plan these things because he is really really good fighter. I mean, he went on a twelve fight win streak in the hardest division in the UFC. So I don't think he's done yet. I think 
I think after the, I think he, I'm obviously right. They usually go, if you lose three, you're most likely on the verge of getting cut. I think they need to give him one more, see how it is, see, see how he really is looking. Cause if it's three fights in a row that he's this bad, then it might be uh, Tony's time's probably up. But I honestly think if he got like a team or a good head coach behind him where he could uh, game plan for them and like set up stuff for the fights, he'd be good. But I think he should fight Dan Hooker next. I think that's a good fight. That's a good fight. Yeah, I think you're right, Alex. I think he uh, doesn't have to be at like I think a largest camp ever, like an mm-hmm. ATT. But just honestly, just one guy that he respects, yep. that he respects. Uh, like even if it was like a Trevor Whitman, right? Just like one guy with a small group of people that can just be like, "Yo, do this. Let's work on this, and we're good to go." Because I think Tony you, does talk a lot about improvising a lot, like yeah. mm-hmm. almost. Too could much. could you, could you see Tony ever doing that though? No, nope. in yeah. this stage of his life, I think of one person, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, 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 that's he, who comes back. But, but if you if you, if you look if you look at Tony Ferguson's body of work, he wins purely by he gets hurt. He takes a lot of damage in his fights. Yeah, he improvises a lot, which actually serves him well. But he like out savages motherfuckers, right? Like he kind of just mind in the past. People. He has, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he he just the more down and dirty guy. He takes shots and he just never goes away. But now you're starting to see that kind of work against him. He accumulates too much damage in these fights and to the point where he can't really come back from it. And when you get guys that are very patient and know how to outskill him a little bit, like, like what J- Charles Oliveira did to Tony, uh, Tony Ferguson in this fight on the ground is what Justin did to him on the feet. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. He just played, they just played the smarter, longer game. Uh, so you're trying to say shots. Tony should do something in the middle <clears throat> float. Well, it's just like he, like, now float. I don't know what his path to victory is anymore. Right. Floating, like, floating. Like Charles Oliveira took him down, controlled him. Justin almost Gaethje, submitted him. Almost submitted him. Yeah, like a couple different times. But he fucked up his arm. arm let's be honest, dude. He that he cr- arm bar was. We we haven't even talked about that. That the fact that he did that he didn't tap to that is so crazy. And yeah. you, everybody knew sitting at home watching that fight. They were like, "Oh, he's gonna break his arm because Tony's not gonna tap." And there's ten seconds left on the clock. Everybody even, was like, "He snaps this guy's arm, or that's it." Because you even heard Tony go, he "Ah." You yeah. heard Tony scream, he's, bro. Bro, he's like wincing ah, in pain. He definitely man. hurt oh. himself. I don't think anything was broken. He, he might just be flexible like fucking Hoyler Gracie when Eddie yeah. Bravo had him that shit, that banana split. But yeah. he's grunting, but he's like, I'm not tapping. He just Here, hurt, he he hurt my arm. Five more seconds. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. And he might the, the wrist under the armpit. Oh. I don't like that part. They shouldn't make that illegal. Any armpit maneuvers. <laughs> that's here's, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Here's, that's here's my thing savage. on that, too. Is like It's like for anything. Like If you look at UFC from 10 years ago to now, people are getting better. And so Tony was only going to be able to do this whole crazy, you know, style for so long until people were going to start getting a hold of it. When you have head coaches like Trevor Whitman and you have head coaches like they do over in Brazil, I shoot the box and shit, bro. They're going to, they're going to dye their hair blonde. They're going to put together. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to put together game plans to beat someone like Tony Ferguson. And that's why I think, Tony needs a head coach. He needs someone that can help him game plan because like I said, he has, he has unorthodox striking, but it works. So if mm-hmm. he could game plan it and use it as a specific way, it, it could work for him. And he does have good ground game, but I just don't think he was ready for that. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a bummer because Tony Ferguson was so good for so long, but this fight destroyed any want anything for me to see him fight Habib. Because if yeah. Charles Oliveira does that to him on the ground, what the fuck do you think Habib's going to do? Nothing, because he's retiring and runs away from fights. He's the worst. Yeah, Habib fighter. would demand him. Oh. Oh. All right, guys. Uh, really quick, just give me uh, one name. Uh, I'm just curious where you guys are heads at for uh, Oliveira, who he fights next. You can even say a fight like the winner of. We talked a little bit about that. So, uh, Nick, first, <clears throat> give me a name or the winner of fight for uh, Charles Oliveira think- next. I think you give him the winner of Connor <laughs> Dustin, dude. I'm yeah. I'm either that one or I think they're talking about doing uh, Michael Chandler and Gaethje. Either one of those, dude. What either like, one. Alex? RDA. Ooh. Ooh. Nick goes with all the mainstream answers. Alice goes with the underground. Nick RDA won. one of those mustaches. Fight and, he's, and, he's, and, he's, and he's ranked number six. <laughs> ranked number six. I mean, well, what's uh, Oliveira now? Oliveira's seven, but tomorrow the rankings will update. So I'm he'll sure probably he'll be four. Be like four or three. Yeah. Um, gonna, so, <clears throat> or you could always do Dan Hooker because Dan Hooker's number five right now. I mean, I'm Dan, say Hooker's this. Out there. Dan Hooker's a good one. I, I think, think RDA, one. I, I, RDA I, I like, Tony Ferguson. 
I like that one better than uh oh RDA Tony Ferguson's good. I like that better. I like him fighting uh Hooker better than RDA. I, I like the fights you guys are saying, but this guy has done so much for the UFC and he's fought for so long. Uh, not, not Michael Chandler. I like, Michael I Chandler. like where Nick's mind's at, is which is more the Michael UFC Chandler. is. This guy just beat Tony Ferguson. It's everyone watched that fight. Give yeah. Charles Oliveira a big, give him something juicy. Cause I think he can make it to the top. Like you give him Connor or you give him Justin Gagey or uh, uh, Poirier. I like where Nick's head is. Alex, RDA, get out of here. It was not 2000. <laughs> hey, RDA. Boasted uh, black belts, both Brazilian, bro. Come on, it's not, it's, it's not the Brazilian is not as juicy as those two other guys fighting on the card. They don't have the same juice. Hooker's All right, guys. Uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Verna Schneider. Uh, <laughs> good fight. Verna, Dude, Rob fight. Schneider hey, Jr. Hey, shout out, Dude. shout out to our live stream. We watched uh, the fights with Gianni uh, from Power and uh, Nick, uh, the real Nick Davis, and from the real Nick Power Davis well. was saying, and from Power as well, he plays the other drug dealer. He was saying, is, uh, is like, oh, this fight's gonna be really boring." Power? No, not yet. Oh, He's okay. gonna be in season three. Oh, okay. Season like, three, when it's all podcast producers. Uh, <laughs> no, but kill each other. We were, right before the, the fight ratings. started, he said, "Oh man, it's gonna be a boring fight. They're gonna nullify each other on the ground." And guess what? Mackenzie's like, uh, "I left my last camp, and guess what? I train with Jason Perillo now, and I can fucking strike." And guess what? Dude, Those good. punches look, Chris. It wasn't that winding <clears throat> shit she was doing at MMA Lab. <clears throat> But oh, Black uh, House. wow, fire, But uh, Perillo, what happens, you train with Perillo, then you become champion. The Perillo, Frank Grillo, Frank Grillo. You buy a house on Zillow. Oh, buy a house on Zillow for sure. Uh, guys, Alex, you're a guy. Tell me what you like. You're a guy. Keep this one quick. I think we're all really impressed with Mackenzie Dern. So, do you really think yeah. that Perillo had that much, uh, much of a difference in her training camp? Or yeah, and this, like, I think I, this, I think yes, and I think that was her first time with him. Just wait till he's able to start training her and training. She's gonna get a lot better. Bro, look at the people that Perillo had. He had like Michael Bisping, RDA, Mark Chico, Munoz, Tito Vera. Bro, like all my guys. guys. All those guys' hands are real good, bro. So Cyborg? they're getting better cyborg exactly so it's like yeah i think her staying there i mean if she gets to start training with chris cyborg that's a good training partner so. <laughs> that's a scary training partner uh nick uh no how, how do you Next feel question. about uh how do you feel about mckinsey Dern though moving on for like do you see her being like oh shit because before she was a name from jiu-jitsu yeah pretty girl but now it's like wait she's way more than that i feel like she's got she's the started, set she, to make she's starting it. to uh she's really starting to make her mark and the 115 division like at first we were like we were kind of worried about like oh she's gonna be another jiu-jitsu girl that's probably not gonna translate well yeah and then she started getting wins and then you're like all right we'll see who she gets next and, and then, then she had the weight cut incident <laughs> yeah she had the weight cut incident and then and then she started to like really look on track and you can see once after she had the baby i feel like her 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 vision is a lot clearer now and she looks and she looks really good and she's a viable 115 she's so viable Right. Well, she's probably gonna go to the top ten after this. She has to. She just. I she's, think she's viable. She's yeah. She's viable. I love it when a guy says a woman is viable. <laughs> God, Nick, what is this? Post-apocalyptic? Jeez. I guess yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't know. All right, guys, moving I, on I to a middleweight fight <clears throat> with uh, two non-British fighters. One is a Zillion, two. <laughs> the other one's a Black American. Give it up for Kevin Holland defeating Ronaldo Jacare Souza. With that was a, such a crazy a, fight. A kneeling three piece. I call it the kneeling three piece. Uh, Nick, our boy made it, man. Our boy made it. This guy is. If he wasn't, if he was champion, he's going this, straight to the top, bro. He's going straight to the top. Kevin Holland. Tell me right now. Tell me right now. Actually, yeah. So you, what did you think about that fight? Is it Jacques was, Ray was too old, or was is Holland is Holland the real deal? Mm. I think Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland is the real deal, man. Like, cause, dude, you. I don't care who you are in the 185 division. If Jacare puts you on your back and he's on top of you, it's gonna be problems for you no matter what. So the fact that he was able to KO him off his back with back fist and talking shit to him, he's like, oh, she's like, he gets Jacare is in his guard, open guard. Jacare cracks him in the face. Kevin Holland looks at him and goes, man, damn, your boy had a dream about this. And then like Jacare's talking. Back to him. He stops talking. Kevin Holland sits up, cracks him, makes him sit back, and then stands up and finishes him. That's fucking crazy. Goes what kind of sleep. sequence is that? Yeah, also, uh, the fifth time he did it this year, right? Four, five? Yeah, dude, five, I think five. Kevin Holland is the fighter of the year. 
That's fights crazy. five times because you guys started are off with uh, someone else. Yeah, but hold on. Okay, that was in in like October. All right, now this is December. It's a new month, right? Kevin Holland has five. I know how months work, you piece of shit. So months usually are for anywhere from one to thirty days, sometimes twenty eight or maybe even thirty one. But Kevin Holland (laughs) deserves to be the fighter of the year. He started off the year as relatively no one really knew who he was. The guy that lost. And now look at him. Yeah, he's he's the top. He's for sure top five material. One eighty five. He's a champion, bro. No, it sucks about all this though. What I'm looking at the rankings. I guess I. I, It's crazy to me that Jacare wasn't ranked. I thought he was ranked. I don't think so. That sucks because look at like Chris Weidman's number ten, and Jacare just knocked him out and shit. So it's like, yeah, how is Jared Brunson seven and Jacare knocked him out last time they fought? When have we ever cared about the UFC rankings? They're so like. Messed up. No, I just feel like Kevin Holland should be up in at least in the top ten. The, the rank what is he right now? Fifteen. Mm. Like Hamzat's number two. <laughs> One eighty five. Hey, but <laughs> so stupid. Hey, they moved Mar- Marvin Vittori all the way to five. So I mean, Kevin Holland versus Marvin or Kevin Holland versus Jack or Manson or something like that. Versus Till. Come Till. on. They should well, do him against Jack one. for the next fight because they were supposed to fight. Remember? Nah, I don't want to watch that. I don't care. I know, but Jack is number six, bro. That's a good okay. Fight I understand what you're doing by numbers and that and that kind of matchmaking game and how the viewers are looking at it. But like, as like Darren the, Till, as imagine. a build up, the talking, you do that, you're gonna get a star out of one of them for another <clears> fight. Who for Till and if you give Holland? him Till or if you give him honestly, like. Dude, Holland, if he keeps winning, like, obviously, the next two or three fights, he could be on track to fight Izzy, especially with all the beef that he created, that he just created with Izzy. I hope like, you know what I, what I really want to see, though, in a perfect world, I would scrap Rob Whitaker and uh, Paulo Costa, because I hear that's in the making. Yeah. I would make Paulo fight Ke- uh, uh, Kevin Holland. Oh, yeah, that's what I, I would. Uh, that's a fight I want to see. Give him Vittori. No, no, no. You give him Paulo Costa, and I guarantee you he beats Paulo Costa. I think Paulo Costa might win that. <laughs> He's no, huge. You know, I, I want to no, see no, Marvin, no. and I want to no, see no, Marvin no. and Paulo Costa. I think that's a good fight. But they're talking about Marvin and Till. They're talking about Marvin okay, and Till. Marvin and Till is good. Marvin and Till is very good. But no, no, no. what a good fight would be for Kevin Holland. It's kind of low in the rankings, but like Edmund Shabazian, that'd be a good fight for him. To I'm take. sick of Shabazian. Against who? Against uh, Colin. Colin, no. Colin nah. deserves something a little bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I want him to get something bigger, but I don't know if they're gonna give him you know top five. So that's what they I'm will. Saying. They will. They will. I hope so. Give him Kevin Gaslam. And number Dan, seven. Dana White. Dana White would love that to be like, look, another contender fighter made it to the fucking dance. So they're gonna push him. All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, the first fight of the main card, uh, Cyril Gan. We all, I thought it was Gane, but apparently it's Cyril Gane. Versus JD, former champion JDS uh, getting elbowed either legally or that was legal. That was legal. You can't turn your head right yeah. when a punch gets thrown and then it hits you in the back and then be like, "Oh, that's illegal." Like and there you go, and that's you know what, and, and it wasn't, it, and it wasn't even like that. He was already like looking away, like he was yeah. looking this way. The elbow was coming, and then he got hit. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah, zero uh, gain. Saragon is going to be a force to be reckoned with at the heavyweight division. But uh, I want him. What I really want to talk. Can I? Can I talk about what I really want to talk about really quick? It depends if it's on track with what we're doing. Right on time. It is. It is. Okay. And I want to say shout out to my two guys, Cub Swanson and Rafael Fiziev. No, 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 I'm going to bring it up because those two fights got me more hyped than the rest of the fight. Like the rest of the fight card was great, but to me personally, I was really excited when I saw Fiziev get that knockout. Here, here, really quick, really quick. Here's and why. Cub Swanson. You, here's and why because you were by yourself and you paid attention to those fights when the main card and the co-main happened. Me and Alex were focused, and you weren't focused. You weren't focused. No, no, no. You weren't listening. I, you weren't focused. I always have a I have a special place in my heart for Cub Swanson because I remember watching him in the WC, and I was always a big fan oh. of him for a EC, long time. WEC. WEC. What I say? So you said WC, WC, WCW. No, you said oh, yeah. I saw him in the WC. Monday Night my, Nitro. He would <laughs> smash out Hulk Hogan. No, but um, Fiziev, and I always, I really like watching high level kickboxers transition themselves into MMA and do very well. So I was hyped off that. And because I was about, by myself and, and I was then, happy to watch that. No, I agree with you. I'm so happy for Cub. It was so weird to come off a win off Crone Gracie at his main event and then. I guess injured and that kind of sucks and to see him so yeah. emotional because he got a win he's back in i'm excited for a vet to see how far he can make it alex uh nick was just talking about that last fight uh moicano versus fizzy from uh tiger muay thai how do you feel about yeah. this 
Oh, whoa. What, How do you feel about body? <laughs> How do you feel about hook to the body, hook to the face, almost very lightly, and then power hook leaning forward with the left? <clears throat> Alex, your thoughts? He waited for that. He waited for the last hook, too. It wasn't like one full combo. He did body cross. Me and Alan, Alan Joe Bank came to the store yesterday. We were talking about this. Name drop. And, Name and, drop. Uh, but uh, it <laughs> I was know. good. I was I, honestly, I was a little disappointed in Hanato Moicano. And you could even hear like the commentators and shit being like, you, take him why, down. Yeah. Why is he there? And then you're a black Hanato belt. Was like, yeah, he was like talking shit, you know, fucking around with him, but choosing to strike with this guy. Like, I know Hanato Moicano has good striking, but you're not going to have better striking than someone like this. When I last week, I was like, he's a good he's a black belt. He's probably going to you know submit him. He just didn't even try to. And I'm like, shit, you kind of get what you deserve right there. You're going to try and strike with the motherfucker. He like shot that, once. Bro. He shot once. Shit, bro. And he got stuffed. I know. He should have kept trying, bro. Yeah. Nah, he's, he was too, he Easier was, said than done, bro. No, it's yeah. not. Bro. When you're a clip mean, bro, of Nick beating up, put a n- clip of Nick beating up <laughs> Alex for no reason. There's no <laughs> clips of that because it never happens. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Fazez. Next topic. You look good, <laughs> bro. Hey, and also, I was super happy for Cub. When I was watching yeah. that fight, I was very nervous because the other guy was looked a lot bigger than him. His shots looked like they were hurting him a lot more. And Cub's but Cub, shots, Cub looked like old Cub, right? Like, no, he looked but, slick. Here's but in the beginning, I was nervous, though, because Cub's punches didn't look like they were doing anything. You exactly. But that, that is old. You, but here's Gil. the thing. To me, that is old Cub, though, which is why I love him. Because you're like, man, he hit, he's so smooth. He strikes so quick. They look powerful, but they, it looks like they never do anything to anybody. Yeah. It is like five oh, combos. Oh, bro. I'll say it. I love Cub. I'm a big WCW Nitro You hate Pat Springs, dude. I love No, that's why so I was cow. happy. Because I was like, bro, this guy is not showing any respect for Cub eventually cubs gonna catch him with something and he did and it was so hype it was so cool to see him knock his ass out it was so dope and cub has better tattoos than the other guy daniel pineda i'll Oops. just say that really quick alex uh i think we're getting a message from our lawyers our lawyers they're sending a fucking telegram huh yes attorney johnson you want us to do the morning news right now let's do it it's in our contract Uh, guys, not too much news except for our amazing fight card this weekend. Uh, but we had a couple of recent signings. Uh, and by signings, I mean UFC 2 Helator signings. And by Helator, Helator signings, I mean Anthony Rumble Johnson, former uh, welterweight in the UFC who knocked out that Asian dude, which was crazy. Do you remember that? Wait, 170? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he knocked he is, out a couple guys at 170. A couple guys. He is now at Bellator Fighting Championship. And so is the boy who uh, Scott Corr said he wouldn't sign, a vet from the UFC. He did. Yo Romero is now moving to Bellator. And guess what? I'm curious, just before we get into those two fighters, just your general thoughts, JDS is on a four-fight losing streak. He is a vet. There is a 60-fight fighter uh, cut coming soon. Does JDS go to Bellator? Alex, you go first because you're wearing two layers. I don't think so. Two layers too. Prove it. Uh, I think JDS needs to retire. (laughs) Wait, JDS is done for good. I think he needs to retire. Wow, Joe Rogan telling Brendan Schaub to retire just happened right now, Alex. Yeah. So then, what do you think about uh, uh, Yomero? uh, Yomero. 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 Romero and Johnson go to Yoel's. Yoel's different because Yoel doesn't get finished. He hasn't, you know been finished and shit like that jds finished four times in a row yeah. i mean if he goes anywhere it's kind of gonna be the same thing and he's getting finished by people that aren't like super high ranked heavyweights anymore he's getting finished by like the younger guys and yep. stuff like that are trying to come up so uh i think yoel is actually gonna do good over there i wonder if he does want a 205 over there that'd be cool because i think so i think, so. I think what it, it is for 205 What's funny is uh, Corey Anderson went over to Bellator. He's probably like, hell yeah, I'm about to get this belt. Then Anthony Johnson's like, hey, what's popping, bud? And then Yoel's like, hey, I'm coming over there too. 205, baby. Now Corey Anderson's like, damn, man. I'm and they have Phil Davis too, right? 
Oh, well, Davis. Who's their former it, champion there? It's still pretty good. So. Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader. Yeah. And then Nemkarov. What's the name? <clears throat> yeah, that Russian guy. The Russian right? dude. That guy, bro. That guy's a motherfucker too, man. They Speaking gotta get mother- past that guy. That's the guy that just beat Ryan Bader, knocked him out or whatever. Uh, Nick, how do you feel about Rumble Johnson? Do you think that was the right move? I feel like staying in UFC would have been good. That's why it was kind of surprising to see uh, surprising to see him move to Bellator. I thought UFC would have yeah. been a good time for him to jump in with John oh, moving he, up to heavyweight. Sorry, I'll let you. I'll I think you. Uh, I heard I heard Dana White talking about it, and they said yep. they just couldn't come to a deal. So I don't. You want? <clears throat> you no, no, want more wanna, money? Want to know what I what think it, it is? What? I think it was. Uh, because the way that Dana White was talking about it, they're like, oh, we wanted him and he wanted to be over here. I think, honestly, I think it's like, you know, he's in the business of marijuana and shit like that. I think it has to do something with him being able to smoke and all that type of shit. Because obviously we know the drug testing isn't as deep as it is. Oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. What, you oh. don't do USADA at Bellator? No. Oh, you'd be smoking all day, even during the fight then. Because Dana White was like, we wanted him and he wanted to be over here. It's just he's like, you'll have to go ask him about it. So I think mm-hmm. I think it has to do something with that shit, bro. Or it's something with oh, you know what? It could be too. Thinking about it right now, you know, because he's part of uh bare knuckle. Maybe they were like, you know, if you're gonna be over here, you can't be like a part of bare knuckle or something. Oh, like, did he fight for bare knuckle yet? No, but he's like no, the, re- he's, the he's a part of relations. Yeah. Oh, I and they, see, they, I see, UFC I see, does I see. not like that shit. The no glove because that could be it too. Background. Yeah, that's true. that's actually that actually makes a lot of sense. Hey, good, can't, good, good also, insight. I Alex. can't believe Very that. Good. Freaking Paige Van Sant is over there fighting. It makes no sense to me. Right, I forgot she her. went to Bellator. <laughs> no, she went. She didn't go to Bellator. She went to oh bare knuckle, bare right. knuckle, which yeah. makes zero sense for her brand. Anyways, it's got to our sense. quick peek picks with Lift God and Nick the Ear, and your boy, the male Tisha Torres. All right, guys. Uh, Are you the male man, Tisha Torres? That's what my trainer's been saying. <laughs> Who's your trainer? Husamir Formiga. Wow, you get trained by him, huh? You go to Brazil to go train with him? Yeah, was that where he trains? All right, cool. Yeah. Well, he just got cut, so obviously he's not that good. He got cut? Oh, Nick, train me instead of him, please. Sorry, I never fought in the UFC. Can't. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we have uh, a main event. Steven Wonderboy Thompson versus Geoffrey Niela. Geoff. Geoff. Niela. I think he's uh, German, uh, black German. Very rare. Um, Alex, who do you got? <laughs> Black Wonder- German. Karate versus Geoff Neal. <laughs> you gonna call by his first name? Just you know, karate. I think I think Jeff Neal maybe should have got a couple more fights before fighting Wonder Boy. I think Wonder Boy's <laughs> gonna win, bro. You don't think he's gonna smoke him? No, Wonder Boy. I mean, Nick's Wonder, they're gonna Jeff. they're gonna strike. Dude, Jeff Neal is really good. And it's highlights. Just, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy striking, bro. <laughs> the is, best highlights ever. <laughs> I don't know. I think I honestly, and then especially watching Thompson fight Vicente Luque, you know, after the Anthony yeah. Pettis fight, everybody's like, oh, maybe he lost his chin. Nope. I mean, Vicente Luque hit him with bombs and he ate everything. So uh, I think Steven, I think Steven Thompson is just a little bit too much for him at this point. If he proves me wrong, that's fucking great because I do like Jeff Neal. I just feel like he probably should have took a couple more fights before getting into like Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, but I think Stephen Bo- Stephen wins it by decision. Yeah, I think that's good that also Stephen Boy Stephen Boy Stephen Boy Stephen Boy Stephen Boy Stephen Boy Thompson Boy. Wonder he uh, <laughs> dude he I, I like how he took a break he didn't get into a yeah. fight right after I think this is gonna be good for him just to chill out because he did so many title fights with Ty, uh, Tyron back in the day so I think this is good this might be a resurgence for him especially during the pandemic he can pick his fights definitely. better uh, definitely, definitely, yeah definitely. so I'm gonna go definitely, with uh, Wonder Boy for this Nick who do you got. I got, uh, I'm going to be boring because I got Steven Wonderboy Thompson because Jeff should spell his name with a J. J. And guess what? Right? You literally talk about Jeff Neal all the time being the shit. Yeah, but I'm, I, he is the shit. He's great. But I think matchup wise, Wonderboy, I mean, sorry, Steven Boy. Steven Boy <laughs> matches up so well against everyone in the welterweight division. Like if I feel like he could, he could still be, uh, Damn. He could still be champ. Like he, I feel like he could beat Kamaru. Like it's not out of the realm possibility. He beat Jorge Masvidal. He he could beat Leon Edwards. You know, so I feel like there's a lot of guys that he could beat. And uh, I think Jeff has his hands full with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, just because of his timing, his Stephen rhythm, Boy. the way he strikes. <clears throat> and I feel like he's a nightmare for everybody. It's gonna be a striking fight, and there's not that much people that can outstrike Stephen 
Stephen Boy Stephen Thompson, Boy. bro. Stephen Boy Thompson Wonder. All right, guys. Uh, Cobain. Can Oof. I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. Okay. Uh, Jose Aldo first. Marlon. I leg check you, Stephen O'Malley. You suck. Vera. Uh, Stephen O'Malley. <laughs> Nick, who you got first? Uh, I got Marlon. I got Marlon. I think that's all you have to say. I think that's it. And Alex, who do you got? I got Why Marlon. Do you think I hate Marlon or something? I think I think Jose, honestly. No, it's just the fact that I'm going to say Marlon. And the fact that we're all saying Marlon Vera instead of the name Jose Aldo, it's kind of telling you where we are in. It's a sign of the times, world. right? Isn't that yeah. crazy to, to pick against Jose Aldo? Us, or similar in age. We would never say that ever. And I picked against Jose Aldo when Max Holly fought him both times. Okay, never mind. I guess that was the worst speech I ever gave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Marlon Veros on the rise. I think we got that another Perillo, Perillo um, energy. <clears throat> you got to go with the youth right now. You got to go with the youth. The yep. youth is very hot right now. They're hot. Except in politics. It's annoying. All right. <laughs> uh, so our next fight, guys. Uh, is it Michael or is it Michelle? Michelle. 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 Michelle, Michelle that's, how my, that's how my brother spells his name Michael my brother Michael spells it like that and he's been called Michelle his whole entire life he accepted it yeah I mean he's like well everybody's it's how it's written so everybody's gonna pronounce it that way so but he, he goes actually, by Al. no he goes, no, by, he goes by Michael but oh. people mistake it and call him Michelle all the time Yo, and he goes yeah I'm Michelle Hey, funny quick story. We went to a pizza spot once when we were kids and we ordered yeah. pizza and they asked my brother to write down his name for like the order right and we sat there for maybe about an hour. And at one point, we're like, dude, what the fuck is going? Where's our pizza at? And we kept, and then finally, we kept hearing them yell for the name, but we weren't paying attention. So we paid attention. They're like, Michelle, Michelle. And we went up there. They're like, hey, is the pizza for Michael like done? Because we've been here for a while. And they're like, oh, it's Michael. We've been saying Michelle this whole time. So they called Michelle for about 45 minutes. We didn't know that they were calling my brother Damn. Michael. So and in the comments how... below, is it Michael or Michelle? And also, <laughs> would you wait that long for a pizza? Bro, uh, we were getting mad that we were waiting that long for a pizza. Uh, guys, we have Michael slash Michelle Pereira. Pereira? Pereira. 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 Versus my favorite fighter, Chaos. 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 Nick, you got Chaos. He's on a I got, right I, got, I got Mikael because I feel like he has more tools to win. He's a wild man, but he looked so good in his last fight against the Russian cat. He and did. that guy is really good too. So I feel like in this is 185, right? No, 70. 170. 170. My the, the and he's also huge for 170. That's yep. right. And I feel like he's the dark horse in that division. Like if he 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 throws his crazy kicks so well. He's really good at like stopping the action and then getting in people's faces and then like knocking them out afterwards, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's really weird. He's really unpredictable <laughs> and um, and he's so powerful, so athletic. So I'm going to go with Mikel Pereira. All right, there we go. I'm going to go with Gauss Williams. Alex, who you got? Gauss. I got Michelle. Michelle, like what Chris said. I mean, not Chris. Chris. <laughs> Give it up for Chris the ear. <laughs> Chris the ear. That's his middle name. That's why. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Michael. Because, <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Michelle, because yeah, like what Nick said, it's he has just so much more tools. I, I feel like Chris. chaos. We haven't seen enough from chaos, so I can't really yeah. say. So, so to me right now, he's just a knockout guy, right? He knocks people out. So, I mean, I think this is a good fight. If he has a bunch of other tools, this is going to be a good fight that he's going to be able to prove, like show it. I just haven't seen enough, so I, don't, I can't comfortably pick him mm -hmm. but i've seen michelle fight and he's really good everywhere so i have michelle winning do you guys have it we got two for michelle slash michael and we got one for chaos this next Kaos. fight this uh, next fight, guys, we got a banger. Marlon Moraes. I mean, this guy, he's good. Versus Rob. Ooh, I like Times New Roman font. So, guys, who you got? Rob Font. I got Font. Moraes. I got Ooh. Font, baby. I got Guess font. what? I got Moraes because I love the Brazilians. Hey, if Rob Font is uh, Calvin Cater's main training partner. Even though this next fight with Calvin Cater, I'm not going for you because you're fighting my boy Max Holloway. But Rob Font is his training partner. They're both. Really good. Is bro. he, o is he OG, is blessed? Is he an OG Boston guy? Yeah, they're both from Boston. 
Bullshit. They eat meatballs. Guys, they drive uh, their car. Let's move on to our next fight. We got oh, Marcin Tibera versus Greg. Marcin. No. Marcin. I say Marcin. 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 Tibera versus Greg. Y'all like to play football. Hardy. Y'all like to play football. I'm going for Greg Hardy now because you introduced him that way. But no, I got Marcin Tibera. Really? Even Greg Hardy on a streak right now? Interesting. Yeah, but I think Marcin is he's he's the wrong one, man. Like he's got really good striking. He just outstruck Ben Rothwell, who's probably the the best striker in the heavyweight division. So mm-hmm. I got my boy Marcin Tybura. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh Alice, you got? Uh I got Marcin. Marcin, like here's the thing when, you know, Greg Hardy's doing good against like the lower ranked heavyweights where he's getting like experience and stuff, but Marcin has fought a lot of top heavyweights yeah. already. And he, w- another thing he's really good at is ground. He, he can do really good work on the ground. So I think he's a tall guy. So it's not like Greg Hardy's just going to bully him. He's going to outstrike him, and then he's going to take him down. I think he beats him up on the floor. Wow. There you go. I'm going to go good with call. Greg. Y'all like to play football? Hardy. Because Y'all like to play football. You got to go with the streaky fighter right now. Uh, we got Helion. Marcin's on a streak too, man. Yeah, but is it as many as Greg? I don't know. I don't know. He beat Ben Rothwell, so. But also, yeah. we have Helion Hobertson versus Hadia Hantos. If you make everything uh, in H, it's so fun. Uh, we got yeah. Robertson versus Santos. I'm actually not too familiar with this uh, this matchup. So, Alex, so Alex, break it down for us. He's looking it up. He's just reading off. Uh, no, Luke I was, Thomas is. He's looking at She Luke was Thomas born. <laughs> Talia Santos was no, born no, in I was 84. Looking, wait, what? I don't see that fight on the UFC thing. Is so that Nick fight accidentally put that on by accident. He probably copied the Wikipedia. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, I Anthony, didn't copy the Wikipedia. Anthony Pettis versus Alex yeah, that's Morano. that's the one I see. Yeah, that's the, that's the one I see. Moreno. Morano. What do you got, Alex? He's not going to say Pettis. He doesn't want to say Pettis. He doesn't believe in Pettis anymore. Honestly, like it sucks to say, but I don't. I'm going to have to go Alex Moreno. I know. You don't even know who that is. Anthony Pettis. I do know who Alex Moreno is, but Anthony Pettis is always just... Uh, he's an on and off guy, bro. And and this is such a weird fight. I did not expect him to fight Alex Marino. Well, yeah, why so, is he fighting that guy? That's so weird. I, dude, I have last minute replacement, I think. I think oh. he was Matt, Alex Moreno was matched up with somebody else and Anthony Pettis stepped in last minute. Yeah. Really? So yeah. I mean, Alex Marino has good wins, like, you know, and he looked really good in his last fight. He beat the guy that Hamzat beat like in a couple like in a couple seconds too. So yeah. I I, think, I don't know. I think Alex Mar- I honestly I think Pettis is I, he just he's I he's miss just there for a name. I miss yeah, WEC. I, think, I don't I he's I don't think he's ever gonna be champ again. I don't think he's ever gonna get close to be champ again. So it's the I think he's just there to fight. Yeah. He just beat Cowboy though. That's weird that they would just give uh eh, whatever. Uh Nick, who you got? Uh this is like you said guy said, like I don't really know, but I'm gonna go with Moreno. Interesting. I'm really just momentum wise. I go the other way. I say momentum wise. I give it to Pettis. Honestly, dude, the guy's in it for fun right now. He had fun with Cowboy. I think he fucking smokes this dude, and they give him another name. Done. That's not or a name. He fights though. RDA again. I say, give, I say give him RDA. I say you actually bring back uh, Smooth Ben Ben Henderson and let them fight. No, what they do is they bring back Nick Diaz because Nick Diaz manager said that he's fighting next year. You do Anthony Pettis versus Nick Diaz. That's a good fight. All right, or guys, you go so Nick versus Nate, brother versus brother. Go ahead. That Ooh, is the off. main card. You guys have any more shout-outs to other fights on the prelims that you guys are interested in? Give me one yep. each. Go. Belil Muhammad versus Diego Lima, bro. Muhammad! Diego right, Lima's good. Mine. Diego Lima's good, mine. dude. And then Duran Wayne versus Antonio Arroyo. Oh, so That's you get two? You get no, two? You get, you get one, Alex. Bro, and also, dude. by the way, Diego Lima, he's not Douglas Lima. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. but he's he's good, bro. Watch. He's, not, he's not Douglas Lima. Hey, he beats right. What a jerk this guy is, huh? He beats Belil. Watch. <laughs> okay, he beats Belil. Belil wins for sure. No, he's, uh, listen, okay. he's not going to beat Remember the Name, okay? He's going to beat Remember the Name because want to know why <laughs> I don't remember his name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Well, give me one good fight, Nick. You like that? Uh, I'm excited about the Duran win fight versus Antonio Arroyo. Uh, why, why should I, we care about that? Because, you know, Duran win is uh, is mini DC. Yeah. Oh, really? DC oh, that's right. 185. So, yeah. Uh, I'm hey, this fight's at 190, bro. Is it? Wow. Yeah. It's that's a cash weight. Yeah. He's, you know, Duran wins my height and he's fighting at like 185 and 190. He's probably fight at 185. I know, but 
I'm not like pro fighter in the top <laughs> fucking organization, bro. Like Dog, he's all the guys he fights are like six feet. And over. I know, he's bro. Like, he's like <laughs> looking at him like, bah, bah. I would not, I would not choose to fight at 185 if I had a choice. Uh, would, would you not fight at? Honestly, I, yeah, like 135, 145. What? Maybe you? 135, maybe 165, maybe 175, 85, 95. But like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like 265, super heavyweight? Maybe. I don't know. Hey, super heavyweight. Uh, all right, guys. I hope those uh, picks helped you. Let us know uh, who you guys choose down in the comments. Before we go, uh, Nick already asked us a question about uh, Michael and Michelle. Allies, give us a question to answer for the show. Five, four, three, two, one. And think of one right now. Nick, you have your opportunity to shine, Nick. This is your chance to take the mantle. Five, four, three, two. Uh why does Alex hate Conor McGregor? Oh put in the comments below. Come up with your theories, your <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories. Uh we'd like it if you actually back it up with two pieces of evidence. Why yes. Alex lift God Peer reviewed sources, please. Thank you. Thank you. Does not support or like conor mcgregor put it down in the comments below and we will be doing a giveaway of maybe a box of cheez it's we don't know yet we're gonna think about it we will be doing extra a toasted. For, we're gonna do a giveaway though for the connor and dustin fight we will and you know what's gonna be a juicy one it might be something uh, juicy so uh nick where can we follow you anything coming up lately no okay can alex where can we follow you oh. anything, anything coming up lately <laughs> <laughs> I fell for it, dude. I thought you were genuinely asking. Nick, what follow you, me. Where can we Sorry. follow you? Follow me at Nick the Ear on and Instagram and or just stuff in general. And, and then look out down. for my online academy yeah, in baby. February for all your strength training and nutrition needs. <laughs> I was working. We follow you. Lift God everywhere on every absolutely even on everywhere. Twitch. Even on Twitch, L I F F G O D D, baby. We do you even have a ready. schedule, or do you just Twitch whenever? I just twitch whenever my fucking internet decides to work. And Alex has been ripping too. He only gets dubs these days. Wow. You know what else gets a dub? This eight-hour podcast. Uh, guys, uh, follow all your CDC updates for, for COVID-19 at Gilbits. Check out Tiger Belly. Check out uh, whatever else I'm on. I don't know what else I'm on. Uh, but we love you guys so much. This may or may not be an audio that you're listening to right now. Ooh, wow. we got good mics too. Nick has the worst one. <laughs> I have to return this. Uh, and be on the lookout for our year end review of 2020. <laughs>